Hey Hello! Welcome everyone. To another episode. Of the Grim. Cities. Yes. I am. Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see how that would work. <laughs> I'm Madeline. And I'm Dan. Ah, this is what, episode 10? Did we hit the double digits? Oh my god, we hit the double digits. We hit the double digits! Yes! Can I get a 10? We did it! And we are so excited to tell you some paranormal stuff. Yes, absolutely. We start every episode with horror headlines. I love that. And of our lives. Something we've seen, something we read, heard, something we seen. heard, watched, Could something that went bump in the night. Could be anything. So what's yours? I have a really good one today. Ah! Uh, so it all started with a dream. Okay. Literally, Wait, this your was dream? my dream. I hate this already. I, it was so disorienting. So basically what happened, I was having this dream where I was dreaming, woke up, but I was still in my dream. And then I woke up again and I was still in my dream. So it was, was like Leonardo an Inception. DiCaprio? Well, I, I know. Trying- it was literally like an Inception type of thing. But it was so weird because every time I woke up, it was getting harder and harder to wake up. And then by the last time, my eyes were so heavy that I just was walking around with my eyes closed. It was so weird, Madeline. I've this- had that experience in dreams before where you everything's fuzzy and you feel like you can't open your eyes and everything's... Yeah. That, yeah. Oof, I hate it. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't, it, it's awful <laughs> i don't like it in fact i hate it but then this is where my horror news comes in madeline no, no, no. so i woke up and first instinct was to google what does this mean dream inside of a dream inside of a dream right mm-hmm. and i was just reading a couple pages and then what pops up in my google search but a short horror film called False Awakening. No! Yes. And it is so good. It was a lot about what I was dreaming, but basically this guy, I won't ruin it for you, but this guy just keeps waking up like I was in his dreams and finds out he's still dreaming. Where where did you watch this? Uh, It's on YouTube. I'll show you Okay, I have to watch this. Yeah, I'll also link to it in our show notes. Maybe before I go to bed or maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe in the morning. Okay. Yeah. But it's very good. That sounds scary. Yeah. So I can't wait to show you that. I love that. False Awakening. Speaking of things watched, I also watched something. Yes. Yeah. What did you watch? Um, you know, it's the first snowfall of the season as we're recording this. And we're all getting in the spirit. Well, I'm trying. I hate winter, but that's okay. I watched Krampus. <gasps> yes! Have you seen it? Um. I watch it every year, Madeline. It's, it's a Christmas. It's a Christmas horror it's movie. It's a classic, and I watch it every year. It's a classic, iconic, iconic. Every year, my classic Christmas movies are the animated Grinch, the original, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a really good animated Disney short film. Okay, it's a two-parter called Prep and Landing. Phenomenal, and then Krampus. Krampus. Not Die Hard. No. Just those three. Well, Christmas is my... Okay, so you know how 4th of July is your favorite holiday. Christmas is mine besides Halloween. Yes. Let's get into the spirit. So who is your favorite Christmas character? Oh, of any movie? Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Um, My favorite characters probably would be the Grinch, Elf, Mm -hmm. and can I say... Hedwig from Harry Potter. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Harry Potter, Harry Potter always used to come out around Christmas time. Yeah. And so it's a good Christmas movie. Um, 
I don't know who mine is. I'll just say Bruce Willis from Die Hard. <laughs> okay. But the reason I ask is today we are talking about Krampus. <gasps> yes. Krampus. Crump. Is it Crump? Crump? Krampus. I actually don't know. I always say Krampus. Alex pronounces it Krampypus. Ew, <laughs> Alex. Uh, okay, actually, maybe we all three came up with that. That's cute. Yeah. That's a good friend activity. I call right there. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Krampus for today. Yes. I thought it would be fun. I love that. I know it's not local, but... Well, sometimes we branch relevant. out. Yeah. yeah. We like to learn. Absolutely. So for those who don't know... Krampus is an old tale that was used to intimidate children into behaving for the Christmas season, much like Santa making his list and checking it twice. It comes from German and Austrian pagan folklore and acts as the opposite of Santa and St. Nicholas of European origin. So side note, St. Nicholas is the patron saint of protecting children, so that's why Krampus is the antithesis of that, right? Yes. So he terrorizes them. Absolutely. And you and said this was German? German and Austrian. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about some of the other derivatives of Krampus okay. later that comes from France. God, I mean, the areas. Germans always have insane mythical stories that they tell their children basically to like scare their children into behaving. All of them did. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus. They didn't have child protection laws. <laughs> no, they did not. They didn't. They did not. So Krampus is the description of nightmares, is what I will say. It has a very demonic aesthetic. Yes. The devil is often depicted as a half man, half goat, mm-hmm. half monster. Krampus is the same. Absolutely. He's got horns. He's got pointy teeth. He's got dark, wild hair. And to me, this is the worst part of it all, is he's got an abnormally long tongue. Oh, God. Oh, no. I and hate I hate that, it. Actually. And I hate it. I hate that. It is so uncomfortable. Kiss could never. <gasps> I have that in my nose. We do, actually. <laughs> After the description, I have kiss. Kiss? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> oh my god, I almost said Gene Simmons. What's the guy's name from I Kiss? I can't remember his name. It's gonna bother me, though. Oh, it is Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Not Richard Simmons. No, much okay, different. Okay, that's what I got confused Much on. different. <laughs> okay, so Krampus would arrive to the homes of families in Germany and Austria on December 5th, known as Krampusnacht. Ooh. Krampus knocked. Okay. So Krampus. Yep. Which we know. And then knocked is the German word for night. Oh. Uh, he would take misbehaving children in the night by shoving them in his sack. Oh. He would take them to his lair, which I think would probably be hell. Yeah, I would assume so. And then the next day, St. Nicholas would show up and reward the children that weren't as bad with goodies in their shoes that they left outside the night before. I don't like the term shoved him in his sack. <laughs> I probably could have worded that differently. Well, you know what? You said what you said. <laughs> Sometimes a written word is different from audible word. I'm here for it. I okay. love it. So December 6th is Nikolistag, which means Nicholas and the German word for day. So that's why Krampusnacht is, again, the antithesis of Nikolistag. Um, sometimes St. Nicholas would also leave a rod in the shoe if a child was bad. Oh, kind of like mine and Cole in your stocking. Okay, I thought you meant like a sharp, spiky rod that they would step on and pierce Because it their wasn't foot. coal. It was a rod. Right. I guess I just figured it was just like a long metal thing. I, for some reason, pictured a rod sticking straight up so that when they stepped on it... Oh, God. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Well, we don't Ooh. know. Maybe that's what it was. I wish he would. I- <laughs> Karen, your kid sucks. <laughs> your kid's awful. <laughs> Okay, so now that we know what Krampus is, let's talk about where he freaking came from. Yeah. 
So Krampus comes from Krampen, and that is the Norse mythological creature who is the son of Hel, spelled H-E-L. And Hel is the Norse deity of the underworld or the world of the dead. And the world of the dead in Norse mythology is Niflheim. Okay. Niflheim. Niflheim. Niflheim is known as the world of the darkness. It has nine different levels, kind of like each layer of hell per Dante's Inferno. Oh. And she's also one of Loki's kids. And Loki being the Norse god of trickery. No. Yeah. I did not know that Loki was a real mythical. Oh, yeah. I had hell no idea. Hell just make it into the movies, I guess. I had no idea. Which she should, because that sounds like that'd be a... Okay, also, I love that she's a female. Hashtag girl boss. I know. Hashtag girl boss of the underworld. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. I'm here for it. I am too. In my head, I was thinking, oh, hell, I bet a guy. Yeah. Some toxic masculinity yeah. thing. No, she's working it. Hell she's yeah. killing it. I love that. Yeah. So as stated before, horror movies are capitalizing on the resurgence of the story. And also, weirdly, it became both a social and political statement. So I'll tell you about that later. Yeah. Many people think that the pagan belief has become too commercialized, much like the rest of the holiday. Okay. Which is fair. In Austria, they started selling tiny figures, chocolates, and horns with the beast's likeness. Oh, even chocolates? Mm-hmm. I think that's going to piss him off. Like, you're eating him, and he's not going to be happy about it. Is he kind of like St. Nick and Santa Claus? I see you when you're sleeping. Like, can he see children? Yeah. At all times of the day? I oh, I don't know about that. Hmm. We'll have to look into that. We're going to have to do some sleuthing. Yeah. Uh, additionally, years ago, around the 12th century, the Catholic Church didn't condone the idea of Krampus or any affiliated events. Many said that the festivities were just too loud and too much of a spectacle. And, of course, they didn't like the fact that the creature had too much of a likeness to the devil. Yeah. And during World War II, fascists affiliated the belief in celebration with social democrats. Oh, my God. Making it a very extreme faux pas to participate. (laughs) 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 So... I don't know why, but they did. Yep. But if you visit Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, or the Czech Republic in December, you may experience Krampuslauf. Krampus, and then Lauf, meaning run. Oh. So it's a festival. People dress up as Krampus. Fun. Yeah, and they run around in the main streets and chase passerbyers and visitors. And they say, have you been good this year? I want to do that so bad. Well, you're in luck because the tradition has traveled internationally. (gasps) Yes! I knew you would want to do that. Yes. So they started doing more local celebrations of Krampusnacht and Krampuslauf in New Orleans, one of my favorite cities in the U.S., Uh and Washington, D.C. Oh, hell yeah. I know. And what a great excuse to go travel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We can go visit our friends on the East Coast. Okay, but I'm going to have to spend an entire year making this Krampus outfit professional. Oh, you want to dress up as him? Yeah. See, I want to be chased by them. I want to get scared. I want to be like, oh, That's true. Actually, I don't know which I'd prefer. Maybe I could do two heats. One where I'm getting chased and one where I'm doing the chasing. Yes. So you can chase people in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And then get... Ch- no, you should chase people in Washington, D.C. and then get chased in New Orleans. Hell yeah. Because then we can just go listen to music in New Orleans. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love New Orleans. I do too. I went there the week before Hurricane Katrina hit. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. In fact, we went on a cruise and that's where it left from. Mm-hmm. And we got back and the very next week is when it hit. And the ship that went out after us had to get diverted and they had to go to like florida instead of coming back to new orleans because of the hurricane oh my god i know crazy that's wild i know i'm so glad you're okay (laughs) Eh, i'm not (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding i mean 
I'm just kidding. I'm safe from the hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it was fun reading about Krampus. Mm-hmm. It was really fun to read about the derivatives. Yes. I'm excited because I knew not all of that, but I knew quite there a bit about... A, I didn't know any of this. Um, I don't know a lot, though. Uh, well, we know. <laughs> I thought I thought I knew things, but I don't know that many things. I know a few things. But yeah, I'm excited to learn more about the rest of the derivatives. Okay, well, I'm going to start with one you might recognize. Okay. Bell's Nickel? Uh, yes. Um, Wasn't... Bell Snickle in, I swear, one of the elves in, what's that Tom Hanks Christmas movie where he turns into Santa? Oh, that's actually Tim Allen. Or Tim Allen. No, and that's Bernard. Bernard. Okay. Yeah, the main elf Scrap with the curly yeah. hair. Scrap that. Never mind. Yeah. No, that's, I think, Bernard. Bell's Nickel might sound familiar to some Office fans out there, though, because there's an episode, apparently, where Dwight dresses up like him for a Christmas party. Okay, that's As amazing. opposed to Santa. And for those who don't watch The Office, like me... Belsnickel is an ornery, fur-wearing old man, or woman, man-looking creature that goes up to children before Christmas, asking them if they have been naughty or nice in the past year. So the word bells, B-E-L-S, translates to fur, okay. and nickel, it referring to St. Nicholas. Oh, so it's fur Nicholas. Got the it. Fur, monstrous version of St. Nicholas. Yeah. As far as the accounts of stories that I've read, he carries birch sticks with him. Okay. So kids would hear the sound of sticks tapping on the window at night. Oh, hell no. He would then burst in and ask the children questions like, have you done your chores? Have you been nice to your siblings? Have you been doing your schoolwork? And kids who could honestly and confidently say yes were awarded with goodies like cakes, nuts, and fruits. And can you guess what happened to the kids who didn't? They also got dragged into a giant sack. Nope. They (laughs) would feel... The eerie sting of the sticks that he carried around, like a switch. Oh my god, he's beating these children? I'm sorry, are you more offended by that than Krampus taking kids in his bushel yeah, absolutely. to hell? Absolutely. At least what do you think happens when they get to hell, Dan? I don't know, there's probably like a hot tub, it'll be fine. It's, it's just like hot springs yeah, everywhere. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoy it because that's where you're going after this. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I have one reserved. So that's who that was. Yeah. And then there's also Pere Fatard who passes out coal and or beats children if they're bad. I'm this sensing is, and, no, a common this, well, this theme. Is, well, yeah, because it was around that time when they had to scare kids into being good. Yeah. Like the Grim Tales, it's like that. They're dark. Yeah. Because they're meant to teach them some kind of a lesson. Totally. So then there was Necht Ruprecht. Or Black Peter looks a lot like Krampus. Okay. There's Hans Trapp. This one freaked me out. Okay. This sounded creepy. So Hans Trapp is an actual person's name. Okay. Well, it's a character's name. So this is from the French and German border, two regions of Alsace and Lorraine. Okay. And according to the legend and story, Hans Trapp was a wealthy man who lived near those regions in the 1400s. His wealth and riches gave him a wealth of power. That he used in less than considerate ways. Okay. Words like merciless popped up when I was reading this about him. He sounds like today's billionaires. I'm looking at you, Jeff Bezos. Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Trump. Trump. Ew. We don't say the T word on this podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They say that the man made a homemade deal with the devil for more power. The Pope found out, excommunicated him from the church, and banished him. 
He lost all of his property, power, and wealth. And that's when he retreated to the mountains of Bavaria, where he lived in the wilderness. Oh, my God. And, and I'm assuming he was pissed. more bitter and evil. Yeah. Yep. If you're already that fucking entitled, you're going to become even more angry when they take that away Right, exactly. You. 100%. Um, so, maybe from the isolation, maybe from the hunger and the bitterness, he eventually succumbed to cannibalistic ideations. Oh. And acted upon them. Oh. And let me guess, only eight children. You got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sensing it. So theme. one day, a young shepherd boy was crossing the road, and he stabbed the child with a sharpened stick, brought him back to his home to eat. So before he could actually take a bite, Hans' trap was struck by lightning, and then became the spirit that haunts children. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my mouth is agape right, right now. now. Yes, he haunts children. Do you want to guess what he looks like? Is he also half beast, half person? I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I wish. He uses sticks and hay to disguise himself as a scarecrow. No, no. So he looks, you see pictures and drawings and depictions of him, and he looks like a scarecrow. Oh, I fucking hate that. It's creepy. No, I hate that. Creepy. No, 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 no. I've seen this horror movie before. Jeepers Creepers. Yes, that's actually specifically (laughs) what I was referring to. I know, I know. Hell no. Yes. I hate that. That's him. He is a scarecrow. But at the same time, maybe I will dress up as him for Halloween next year. Yeah. We should get a group of people to dress up as all these different characters. That would actually be really fucking fun. Except for the last one that I'll tell you about, and you'll understand why. But before I get to the last one. Yes. These tales are, of course, rooted in truth. Yes. Sorry about it. Well. But this one is not actually that sinister. So a man became involved in a local dispute with his abbot. He eventually was excommunicated from the church, but ended up serving on the royal court of Louis Twelfth. What? In France. What? Yes. So, like, he was fine. Okay, I guess good for him. <laughs> he was bestowed the Cavalier d'Or. I don't know For being, uh, he was a knight. He received medals and recognition for his knightlyhood. Oh, my God. And he was eventually posthumously forgiven by the Catholic Church as well. Oh, wow. So I don't really... To me, those are two completely different stories. Well, and also, the Catholic Church does not forgive easily. So no. <laughs> they do not. No, they do not. <laughs> so, the last one is a doozy. Okay. Dan. Svart Piet. Svart Piet? Svart Piet. He's from the Netherlands. And Svart Piet is Dutch for Black Piet. Okay. He is another helper... Who's developed controversy that you can probably only assume just from Googling the name. Yeah. Because pictures of people dressed up oh, in, no. yep. Oh, no. Blackface. No. And exaggerated features like red lips and gold hoop earrings on oh, the screen. Oh, no. Oh, it's so racist. It's really fucking awful. It gets worse. I'm so sorry. Historians have said that Spart Pete is based on the story of a slave that was purchased by the royal family in the Netherlands. The story inspired a man named Jan Schinkman, who was a primary school teacher, uh-huh. and he wrote and published a book called Sint Nicholas Zinnecht in 1850. Okay. And that translates to St. Nicholas and His Servant. Oh, no. This book, for very good reason, ceased to print in the 1950s. Yeah, I would hope. A little too long. A little too long, but also remember World uh, War yeah, II. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it's oh ho- my God. I'm not justifying it. Oh, no, I know but- you're not. Oh, my God. So for obvious reasons, people have begun to peacefully protest these parades and celebrations when people dress up like him to celebrate St. Nicholas. Yeah. Because people will have St. Nicholas parades, mm-hmm. and then some people will dress up as a helper. Of course they do. The helper. Because people People will suck. dress up as Vart. Yes, yeah, Vart Pete. So, as reported in a National Geographic article that was published in 2018, white supremacists have thrown eggs and empty beer cans at people protesting in Eindhoven. 
neo-Nazis have saluted and waved Nazi flags during the parades. Of course. And some Dutch also hide behind, but it's tradition mentality. Oh, God. So these are people who are defending right. this still being in existence. Well, and I, we know these people exist, but it's still hard to hear every single I time. I know. That's ridiculous. I know. It's infuriating. Yeah. It's hard not to be surprised anymore, but I always want to be surprised because I don't want to assume that people are assholes. I know. This doesn't feel like something that should happen in 2020. I know. Here's what I will say is that many companies like McDonald's establishments across the Netherlands have banned the celebration and costumes of their employees doing this. Good. Side note, have you ever been to a McDonald's in a different country? Um, no, but I do know that the menu is different in every single country. I know this sounds super typical American, but I like going to the ones in different countries. No, absolutely. Because it's fun to try the different cuisines. I used to go to the one in Italy, in Bologna, every once in a while, and they yeah. have these really good croissants. Oh my god! Croissant. Yeah, they have they have croissants. And croissant. Really good cafe quenlatte. Oh yeah! No, I really want to because some of the menus that people have talked about seem really intricate and not even really McDonald's fast food type of vibe, like a little bit more gourmet. Oh, they are, yeah. yeah. When I was living in Italy, some people would ask, is McDonald's considered kind of a sit-down restaurant? I would say no. It's considered. I mean, in my opinion, it's considered road trip. Yeah. And then also just like you know. Yeah. When you're really looking for good, trashy food. Yes. And they say, oh, because they assume that it's a sit-down place. Yeah. And I kind of get it after being there because they like to go and sit down yeah. with their food. It's so fascinating. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, so, additionally, Dutch police have said that they will ban Zwart Piet costumes at their holiday celebrations starting in 2020. Okay. And remember, this was according to an article that was published in 2018. Why did they need those extra two years? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm it's, so mad. That's not something that should be that hard to phase out. Just, no. hey, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Done. Done. I'm not doing it right now. Right. Easy. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and so there are organizations and initiatives that have begun in the recent years, including Kick Out Zvart Pete, which was started by a man named Mitchell Sejas. And then Zvart Pete is Racism, started by Quincy Gario. And Zvart Pete is Racism was a large part of the initiative to get schools and cities to ban blackface from celebrations as well. Wow. Well, good. Yeah. Good. So. That was I exciting. hate to say it, but that's where it ends. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, Not a feel-good episode, but definitely a very interesting episode. Awareness to the traditions that need to end immediately. Oh, absolutely. And also, I didn't know any of this. I knew some of the stuff about Krampus. Mm-hmm. I had no idea there was these other derivatives of that legend. One of the articles that I read, the National Geographic one, listed all of these characters and derivatives out. I would still say that um, Hans Trapp actually creeps me out the most. <laughs> the scarecrow? Yes! I still want to dress as him. I want you to. You should dress up as him when we go to New Orleans or Washington, D.C. Hell yeah. And explain to people. Oh, absolutely. And then eat them. Just kidding. Don't do that. No, no but I could. Don't pull an Arnie Hammer. <laughs> but I could. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this oh. is the last time you're going to hear from Madeline on this podcast. So. <laughs> Just dead air. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> um, so happy holidays, I guess. Yeah. If this doesn't get you in the mood, I don't know what will. I don't know. It's a lost cause. I'm so sorry. I just, I don't know why I thought this was a good idea to cover. <laughs> no, I personally love it. And you know me, I'm not a huge, I, I like Christmas, but it's not anywhere near my favorite. Yeah. And so if I can find ways to make it spooky and fun and more like Halloween, then yes, I will do it. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that thought process towards that. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas monster. 
I love that. So Madeline, thank you for bestowing us with all this worldly knowledge. This Christmas, yeah, this is how Christmas is celebrated in many parts of the world, everyone. Yeah, and I love it. So next time you're watching Krampus, you'll know where it came from. And don't forget, if you see a kid that you don't like, shove them in your giant sack. <laughs> I'm cutting that out for sure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so we are hoping that you enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate during this time of year. We hope you're with loved ones, staying nice and warm. Yeah. And we'll be back after the new year. Yeah. Have so much fun. Drink yes. a lot. Eat a lot. Drink be a merry. lot. Eat a lot. Be merry. All of the above. Be joyous. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms at The Grim Cities. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. Bye. Bye. Why did I write that? (laughs) (laughs) I have my face in my hands right now, dude. I feel so, I just really brought the room down.